you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Aurélien Moutier, and I'm here today with Sangram Vajre from Terminus. How are you doing today, Sangram? I am fantastic. How are you? I am very good. Thank you. Very, very good. So today we will be discussing the power of business communities. But first, I'd like you to share a little bit more about yourself, but also the company that you represent, Terminus. Yeah, sure. So I'm the co-founder and chief evangelist of Terminus. Uh, most recently, I ran marketing at Pardot and went to the acquisition of Exact Target and then Salesforce. So all of a sudden, I went from this 100-people company based here in Atlanta to this 10 billion iconic brand, Salesforce. So that was quite an experience for me. And then along the way, ABM has become kind of my passion thing. So I ended up writing a book on account-based marketing that Wally's published in 2016. And it's been really good. Terminus started in around 2015. Uh, we started as three co-founders. We're about 200 people based here in Atlanta. Wow. So it's been a fun journey. And along the way, also started, I wrote a crazy blog, Flip My Phone, which I'm sure we'll talk about, that turned into a pretty awesome community. We have 10,000 people in plus people in the community. Uh, we have the nine conferences called Flip My Funnel. And we uh, also do a daily podcast called Flip My Funnel, talking about all things marketing, sales, and life. Wow, that's wonderful. Well, thanks for that, Sangram. So on your LinkedIn profile, you wrote the title, and you mentioned that actually in your introduction of the accidental evangelist. And I believe that that may come from the huge success of building up the Flip My Funnel community that you also mentioned. Can you please share with us what motivated you to create this community and, and what you achieved so far? Yeah, um, I mean, I honestly didn't think of building a community. That wasn't the goal in the beginning. It was more of like, I just wanted more people to come together and talk about the problem. And what I realized in the early days was we were three first time founders based in Atlanta, haven't raised a lot of money, trying to build something that nobody has really talked about account-based marketing until 2015. Yeah. So it really was like, how do we make noise? How do we get people talking about it? And none of the analysts or all these topo and all these analysts from none of them were talking about it. So it was a really uphill battle. And I realized at that time that until we make the math to believe in it and talk about it, nobody's going to pay attention. And that really started this, this idea of Flip My Funnel, which was, quite honestly, was a, was a flight from San Francisco to Atlanta. I was sitting in the middle seat, and I was drawing this, this funnel on a piece of paper, and I just flipped it and came up with these new stages. And that became the philosophy. And by the time I landed, I produced a blog, and I, I just uh, launched it. And many people said, hey, this is a great idea. Let's just put an event together. And that led to another event that led to another event. So really putting one step ahead of another, uh, we, we kind of somehow stumbled on this uh, building a, a community, which honestly is, is really the people in the community who are building and making it happen. That's wonderful. I, mean, I always love uh, such an organic story, you know, when things happen because you start with something, then something else happens. You don't know if it's, it's, a, it's an element of luck, an element of doing things, but that's wonderful what you managed to achieve. I mean, it's, it's very, very, very impressive. Um, I believe that Flip My Funnel is a multi-platform community from, from what I've been able to see. So people can interact through your website, through the podcast that you run, through events that you promote and, and so on. Which of those 
from your perspective, is the most powerful channel to bring the community together? And, and if you had to pick one, mm-hmm. which one would it be? It's a tough question because there is a there is this thing. So the event is, I feel like it's absolutely the most powerful because it brings people together. And there's nothing better when you have two people connecting at an event and you build relationship and, and you now meet people that you're just seeing online and all of a sudden you feel like your best friends uh, when yeah. you have the event, right? So, so the event is definitely one of the last conference we did in Boston. Uh, we had over a thousand people attended and it was just, the energy was incredible. Uh, so that's, it's fun, but, but you can't do an event every single day or month or week. So having, making sure that you do a once a year event, that's one of the reasons why we started this flipmyfunnel.org, which is an online community where people are able to communicate back and forth. But then also, these are all people who are doing some incredible things. So we said, well, why not just start a podcast, which obviously is one of the most amazing passive way of listening to content. And literally the content that we create on the podcast, I put it on the LinkedIn uh, platform. And then, then there's a lot more engagement on that on a regular basis, almost daily. So I feel like all of these kind of feed each other. But if I have to mm-hmm. say that what I love the most, more than anything, is really meeting people face-to-face and seeing their face light up when they meet somebody they, they really wanted to connect and learn from. Yeah. So the D event would be your favorite, then I believe. But the, they're all connected in a way. So do you recommend a frequency? Because I guess the community, I'm being part of a few communities, and you've got communities that some, sometimes ask a little bit too much, I believe, from their members. I've got some communities that are outside of work. I'm, I'm on a Slack group as, at the moment with, with a few people. We, we, we've got the same hobby. And there is people absolutely commenting the whole days, which means that you, you kind of miss the most important piece. So I think, I guess my question to you is that, do you have recommendation in not overloading or not underloading your members in yeah. terms of frequency or in terms of, in terms of the channel you use? That is, again, a really good question because I think about it quite a time, especially because we started a daily podcast. Yeah. And, and I think what, what really, what I found out is that people are going to engage on the things that they like. So, for example, emails. We do not send more than once every two weeks because we know everybody gets tons of emails, so we don't need to send daily, weekly emails. We're sending Absolutely. emails once every other week. Now, podcast, mm-hmm. nobody has to do anything. There is no push of content. People can subscribe and they can listen on their commute. So that has been great. The flipmouthfunnel.org. We try to post a question or something maybe every week, but literally let it be organically. Some weeks there's a lot of conversation. Some weeks there's a little conversation and we are okay with that because people in and out, they have real jobs. We can't expect people to be hanging out all day all long in the community. So I think we have just made sure we are not doing overly doing something or pushing too much. But if somebody wants to consume conversation and have, be part of conversations, they have options through our podcast as being a daily conversation. Okay. And do you use your members as, um, as moderator, I guess, or as people who participate your content through a different channel that you use? Or, or is it just your content really and they're more, they're more acting as a as listener, if you will? Yeah, no, I, I think a lot, I mean, you know, if you listen to the Flip On podcast, like 99% of the conversations are interviews with yep. practitioners out there in the play, in the marketplace who are doing something, learning something, finding some issues or challenges. So those are pretty much the topics. We, we, I, don't, I really think communities are 
built when they are run by the community as opposed to a, a, a figurehead. And so as, as much as I would like to say, yeah, I'm the founder of Flip My Funnel, but my involvement is pretty much making sure there are tools, there are events, there are activities that are happening, but the conversations have to be literally led by the people in the community. That's really when it becomes super vibrant. I agree. That, that's really what's powerful because you also will touch topics that will, people will care about, I guess, in the community, which, which, which is much more meaningful than going out with, uh, with your own idea that may not be what, what the community wants to hear about, I guess. So, well, I mean, you know, the other point of that is that I don't have that many ideas, being very honest. Like, you know, there, there are a few ideas that I have and I feel like I've tried to really talk about them. Like, hey, without a community or a commodity or here's the best practices that I think around ABM framework. But beyond that, it is incredibly humbling and amazing to hear people who are actually in the trenches and actually fighting the fight, the good fight, who are actually trying to do something new. And they're, somebody might be in a small company and somebody may be in a billion dollar company and how they're all trying to fix the problem in their organizations. There is no way that I can ever bring that level of intensity in the conversation without hearing from them. So I enjoy yes, that's true. facilitator. Yeah, that, that's, that's so true. Very, very true. And then I guess we do exactly the same. And this is so, I was, I was saying to the, the, the team I work with to organize the podcast, how enriched I feel after each conversation. You know, since we started, I've learned so much from people. And there is the conversation during the, the podcast. But there is also the conversation outside the podcast, the preparation, things like that. It's so, so insightful. To, to finalize, I've, I've got a question for you about, about return on investment in a way, but how do you see Flip My Funnel community generating business for your company, Terminus, and how do you measure it? Yeah, it's really hard uh, to, to really look at it that way. And when I take a step back, I didn't realize this before, but I have been, I've been learning about building categories. And, and I feel like every single category leader out there in the marketplace has a community. Mm-hmm. And they're leading by the community. We can look at examples like Salesforce. Well, look yep. at, they, they didn't create a Salesforce-only community. They could call it Greenforce. You look at HubSpot. They didn't call it a HubSpot community. They call it Inbound. You look at Gainside. They call it Pulse. And we can go on and on. So like for Terminus, it is Flip My Funnel, which means we have to be incredibly honest, making sure that we are not using the community as a bait to, to close a more of Terminus. But community allows us to create narratives in the marketplace that we believe are important for people to know. And in some way, shape or form, obviously it helps us because people know who is connected with those. So almost every single category leader out there in the marketplace, when you look back and the blueprint of their leadership style is that they are led by a community. It's not, they're not led by product because somebody can build a better product than what we have today. So, so I feel like community gives you almost an incredible opportunity to own the market narrative. And once you start owning the market narrative, then you have an opportunity to win based on the fact that you have a bigger brand awareness and brand presence. And if you have any good of a product, which obviously we feel we have it, so does Salesforce and HubSpot and others, then you will win. And I think that's how it really has been a remarkable thing for us because Almost every single competitor of Terminus sponsors Flip My Funnel. Either they're in attendance or they're sponsoring and has a booth or they are speaking at the conference. So we made sure that this is like an industry conference. So everybody who wants to learn learn about account-based marketing is coming to this conference because everybody is here and we did not exclude anybody. We just invited everybody. So Mm -hmm. many ways it really allowed us to 
own the narrative from the top and build a community from the bottom. Absolutely. But we had a, we had a, a guest who is uh, actually the person who is helping us to put all this podcast together, James Calbury at, at Threadfish Media. And we, we discussed about how can you, uh, just for the podcast, I'm not talking about events, I'm, I'm not talking about the other bits and pieces, but we, we, we discussed about how can you actually generate business from the podcast. And we realized that there is three things. There is, the first one is true listener. So people, someone new, finds stumble upon your podcast somewhere on the internet, listen to it, loves what you've got to say, wants to get in touch with you. The chances of that, of that are probably a little bit slim, but yeah. it could happen. The other way is potentially to invite people that you believe could become your customers or could become partners or could be insightful for your community. So you, you can have get in touch with your end user, with the person that you want to sell to. And the third one is really that thought leadership type of uh, um, image that, that I believe you give to yourself, which means that you may start a prospective conversation with a new client completely outside of the community that you built. But when those people start to research you, they find that community. They find that you are part of a community. They find that you are talking about subject matter that are quite interesting to them, to their peers. But also, you, as, as I mentioned already a few times, you, you cannot have that thought leadership aura around you. And, and we believe that it's probably for us, that's what's been the most successful and, and where we've seen the most, uh, the, the most feedback from prospect becoming clients where people said, well, look, we, we are looking at you guys and potentially a few other companies. But when we did some research about your company, when we did some research about the management and we saw all the article, thought leadership content, the podcast, the conversation, the people you are connected with, that just gives us confidence to move forward. But I think the, the, the community can be actually very powerful, not only for acquisition or for acceleration. Or, but yeah, it is, it is, as you said, it is art. It's, you should not expect to, and, and maybe you can comment on that, but I don't know what will be the time frame from starting to build up a community to get your first revenue from it. But I would expect at least a, a good few months. Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it happened immediately, right? Like, I mean, if I have to really trace, almost in the early days when we did the first conference, we had about 10 customers and the conference had 350 people that traveled from all over the place to attend. Wow. The and for us, like right after that, I remember like, you know, end of month, we were like over past 50 customers. And I, I feel like the, the event had a lot to do because it's not just, the people who are attending the event, but the buzz that it created across the whole industry around, oh, there is an event happening here and these are all amazing people. They're sending to their people. A lot of the people who are sponsoring is sending emails to their distribution list. So the hello effect of what it can do is, is more than just the one day or two days when you have the event. So I know that from a revenue perspective, it has. It's not just the net new revenue. I feel like you know, I think uh, Salesforce has this case study with their Trailblazer community that I was talking to Matthew Sweezy, who runs their thought leadership at Salesforce. He said that every single person who is in the Trailblazer community of Salesforce spends two times more and stays four times longer than other customers. So if you even think from a retention perspective, even you think from the overall value of the customer for you, if they are part of a community, you know that they're having conversations and, and that means that they have a higher chance of being successful and if they're successful, they will stay with you. So I think the community has a much bigger part than just acquisition. 
Yeah, no, I, I think that's a, that's a very valid point. Well, thank you very much for, for sharing all, all your insight with us today, Sangram. Now, if anyone who is listening to that podcast would like to get in touch with you or, or get in touch about Terminus to know more about what, what you guys could do for them, what is the best way to get in touch? Well, I'm, to me personally, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I post something daily over there. I love it. So uh, you can definitely connect with me on that at, at LinkedIn on Sangram Vajare. Uh, to Terminus, you can look at Terminus.com if you want to be part of community that is seeking different ideas around ABM, you can join the flipmyfunnel.com community or listen to the podcast. That's wonderful. Well, that's great. Many thanks once again, Sangram, for your time today. It was fantastic to have you on the show. Thank you. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, Companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.